Thank y'all for tuning in to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey, the Josh Terry Podcast. Big shout out to Red Circle. Uh, let's see, who else am I supposed to be thanking today? Oh, the folks that are in here right now, Two Pilots Distillery, our sponsor for the whole month of February. Uh, they produce whiskey. Um, they brought us some before. They were the first people, well, not first people, their second show that we did. Uh, brought us taste tests, and y'all guys actually got us in trouble, and you didn't even know it. I hadn't told y'all this yet. Um, we had some Karen get pissed uh, about us sampling y'all's product on Facebook Live to where I had to go get a business license. Um, <laughs> so um, this business is veteran-owned. It is family-ran. It is a great group of individuals. I love having them here. Not only are they involved in Mission 22, but they help out with so many folks all the time. And now they got their own distillery. And uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hush for a minute, and I'm going to let everybody introduce themselves. So, Kurt, you go and get the ball rolling. Sounds good. My name's Kurt McDonald, uh, owner of Two Pilots Distillery out of Claxton, Georgia. Uh, me and my partner Chris uh, produce 100 proof corn whiskey moonshine and a 80 proof rye whiskey right now that are on the market. Uh, we're working on some other products. Uh, brought Josh a couple couple samples of some other products. I'm we've been scared. Looking at. Uh, but just trying to. We're 100 veteran owned. Um, me and Chris were both in aviation uh, through our careers in the military. Um, my partner Chris was a crop duster here in South Georgia for over 30 years uh, and amassed about 20,000 flight hours dusting crops and uh, making products for South Georgia. So um, this product we want to share with everybody. Uh, we like our, our moonshine and our rye whiskey. Um, it depends on what you like and what you like I like to drink. both of them. They were good whenever you brought me the other ones. So um, we know everybody has their own own flavors that they like and taste, taste that they want to drink, you know, in their, their drinks every night. Um, so we like to make sure that we provide a good product for them. Uh, that's made in South Georgia and it's all handcrafted. You know, the bottles, the labels are put on by hand. The tops are dipped by us. Everything's um, Georgia so, grown now too, right? And try hooked up with Georgia grown. Uh, we are registered with Georgia grown now. Um, and we'd like to make sure that all our products are coming from Georgia. Uh, locally, our grains are coming from local manufacturers that, uh, make our grains. And, you know, we're just trying to ensure that the products are, are good products and all the uh, consumers enjoy them. Well, uh, you just covered all of her. I don't even know why we need to do a podcast now. Uh, uh, his wife, uh, and the, I don't know, I think you're the talent behind all this. When y'all did, the last time we did the show or whatever, some of the stories you told, I think, just swept Kurt like right under the rug. <laughs> um, introduce yourself again uh, and tell everybody your involvement in, in all this. So, I'm Renee. Um, I am on the backside of Two Pilots. You probably may never see me but all the posts that you see on on facebook and instagram will come from me because uh kurt seems to have some technical difficulties when it comes to social media um so if you see something that's wrong or a, a spelling error please kindly <laughs> just let me know it'll be my fault i'll take the full full responsibility for that um but yeah like kurt was saying you know we produce this in claxton it's family we've been in there together um, working side by side and fighting side by side. Y'all aren't fighting while you're working, are you? We fought a couple. Yeah, neither times. one of y'all answered that quick enough for if you said no, it'd be a lie. That is clear. But it, husband and wife working together—that's never going to be easy, regardless. It's not so much just the husband and wife; it's two alphas. 
Oh, that, no, no, that's, that's even worse. No, it, it's two chiefs. We both want to be a chief, and neither one of us want to be an Indian. So we, uh, I, I can't, but y'all brought y'all's little Indian today, though, didn't you? Yeah, we got one of them. What is your name, little fella? Cadence McDonald. Cadence. Cadence, uh, you're like the coolest little kid. Cadence brought me this thing today. Uh, it is a, how'd you make it with a 3D printer? Yes, sir. Well, tell these people what it is. I have a 3D printer at my house. Last Christmas. How how Last did you, Christmas how did you, I got how are you, how old printer. did you say you were? You were 12? 11. 11. How do you have a 3D printer at 11? Santa Can, brought me it for Christmas last year. Did you ask Santa for that? Yes, sir. I asked for like games and stuff, like toys, like Power Rangers when I was your age. And you wanted a 3D printer. You're a cool kid. Tell them what all you, uh, what else have you made? I made sunglasses, sunglass holders, three. Um, what about the crosses you did last year? That that's where you I became a big fan of yours, bud. Tell us about the crosses. Did, so we started the crosses once COVID started because faith over fear. Faith over fear. Fear is if somebody has COVID, we're uh, having faith that God brings them back. Dude, you're awesome. Cadence has his own Instagram page. So it's Cadence underscore creations c-a-d-e-n-c-e-s underscore creations c-r-e-a-t-i-o-n-s y'all go follow this little guy i'm sitting here looking at all the stuff you made with your 3d printer you're Half of cool it we haven't even put on the website yet uh well you know what uh you're also going to be a sponsor for the show. I'm going to make sure. <laughs> we're going to make sure that you are a sponsor this year too the thing that you did last year with the crosses during uh the everything being shut down dude let me tell you i was working in radio then and people tagged me in your post not knowing that i knew your family and then when i found out it was your family i was blown away i was like well i really wasn't because you two are awesome and everything y'all do so it just seems like it would trickle down to your kids and uh i'm telling you dude it was cool it was cool. I very much uh, didn't he call into the show last year? He did, and That's in right. two weeks he sold a hundred crosses. In two weeks, I had to take time off work to help him fulfill all these orders. <laughs> Man, that's awesome, dude! What, you are what my daughter right now is somewhere doing a TikTok dance, not doing anything productive or worth the or worth a mess. But she's doing a TikTok dance, and you're making crosses, and you're making stuff like you're going to be very successful. Very successful. We sure hope so. I need a job as a butler. Hey, I, <laughs> I told my daughter all the time that if she can end up blowing up on TikTok and I just get to sit there and collect a check because she ain't old enough to cash it, I'm fine with it. I'll be that dad. We watched a documentary uh, the other day. It's about Britney Spears and her dad controlling all the money and everything. I was like, you know what? I won't be that mean to my daughter, but I'll definitely just sit there and be your manager. Oh, tell, tell Mr. Josh about your house in Dubai. Oh, so Dad said if I bought the house or a Lamborghini, he said he'd be my butler. Yes. And why Dubai? Besides, it's the richest he, place. He there. found a $35 million. You go ahead, bud. It, it's a $35 million villa. Oh. Not even a house. It's a villa. You you better sell a lot of those things, bud. <laughs> we'll, we'll come up with something else for you to sell. I'll help you with it. Anytime he does anything... Y'all let me know. I'll share it. I'll tag it or whatever. I, you, you sold me with the fear of, with the crosses last year. Well, listen at this. What's going to be your first car? Lamborghini. What kind? 
turns of millennium. And how much are they? Two point five million dollars. You better sell a lot of stuff, <laughs> bud. <laughs> you better hope mom and dad's whiskey blows up, <laughs> or you come up with something Please else. Please buy two pilots. Yeah, no, y'all, yeah, y'all's car payment is gonna be more than anything. And not because we're gonna buy him the car, but because we're gonna send him to college to be an engineer, so that he can oh, buy his own car. No, no, he's he, he's got engineer wrote all over. No, him. no, no. You don't no. want to be an engineer. No. What boxer. do you want to be? Boxer. Oh my goodness. A boxer. <laughs> uh, you better be an engineer. No. Yeah. One up? No, no, no. Be an engineer. Floyd May one there you got. We were talking about architecture driving down the road yesterday. Uh, uh, you know how uh, the only case I need to make for you on that is look at a 60-year-old boxer and then look at a 60-year-old engineer. Hey, remember the last boxing match we watched? Mike Tyson? Mm-hmm. Oh, I love Mike Tyson. <laughs> Mike Tyson's behind you on the wall. You, you want to know why I, I'm telling you not to be a boxer? About two years ago, well, it was about three years ago, I was living in Macon. Uh, for the Georgia-Florida game, every year they do this thing called Rough and Rowdy. It's on pay-per-view. And it's where they let their fans send in uh, videos, and it's talking trash back and forth to the other fan base. They pick people based on their videos. I got picked, and I was on a pay-per-view for this Rough and Rowdy pay-per-view event. Uh, I got my face broke. <laughs> I thought I was tough. I got in the ring with this dude that was like 6'3", and he had like 60 pounds on me. And then you got boxing gloves on, you got headgear and all this stuff, so you should be protected. Uh, no. I don't know. Uh, you, if you like boxing, you know Mike Tyson's famous line? That everybody's got a plan until they get hit. Getting hit changes your, at- changes your outlook on a lot of stuff, but be an engineer. No. <laughs> I admire it. I admire Floyd it. Mayweather got $450 million dollars for boxing Conor McGregor. You go right ahead. <laughs> you go right ahead. Floyd Mayweather dances a lot, though. He doesn't get hit. The ones who I actually know. get hit. We'll, we'll give you dance lessons, too. <laughs> See, Cadence is my the more you know kid, so if I need feel like I'm having a, a day that I'm not very intelligent, I'll yeah. just walk up to Cadence and, and start talking to him, and he'll just start rattling off random facts. And I'm like, where did you even... Find that YouTube. He talks about the pendulum rocket fallacy. He says he has no idea what it is. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> What's the pendulum rocket fallacy? So say if I have a glass or this, if I put a glass on top, it's more stable on top or below it. Okay. But if you have a magazine for a gun, you don't want the magazine up to where you can't see the sight. You want it below it, so where you can see the sight. Be an engineer. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to be a very wealthy young man. You come work for me. You come just give me ideas all the time. You're a show within itself. You're a prodigy, kid. Um... But let's let's get back to what y'all's guys are here for. Uh, otherwise, I'm gonna talk to you all day, Cadence. You you have just struck a nerve with me. I like I just want to know all about you now. Um. Uh. Oh, by the way, before we got that, I want to cross from my studio and I want you to make it. Can you do that? Mm-hmm. Can you still make some? Yes, sir. But you got to sign it. I want you to sign it and I want you to put uh, your favorite Bible verse or your favorite quote. Yes, sir. On it, and I'm gonna hang it up. Uh, I tell you what, on that wall right there. I'm going to put your cross right here on that wall. I've been How big do you want it? 
to fit on that wall there, right there. I, yeah, we'll, we'll measure. Sure. We'll, we'll measure it, but I want it to fit on that wall right there. Well, if I made a cross with an L, it's so the wall's angled like this. So it comes he's up. talking about so making it, it a three-dimensional. Di- three oh, dude, yes, yes. It's like this. I like how you take it a step <laughs> further. Absolutely, yeah. You you do that, and uh, I'll put it up right here, and we'll be sure to uh, all the time. Anytime he he's got something good, or y'all got something good, which well, I'll promote y'all. Anyway. It's about every day with him. Well, me and you, we're gonna be business partners. <laughs> I feel like you can make me a lot of money if his, mom and dad don't steal the idea from me first. His three D printer runs nonstop. That's he, cool. He makes a lot of Jeep keychains and he sells them online. Can you make an RG keychain? What's that? My logo. I don't know where she. Do you have t- it in CAD? Uh, I have it in like JPEGs and all that stuff. So I can probably get it in CAD. We can, if you can get it in CAD, we can put it into the. the I tell file. you what. I tell. You, how, how? What do you charge for a keychain? Five dollars. Five dollars. Okay. I tell you what. I'm gonna buy a bunch of keychains from you and put it on my website. Okay. Is that cool? And then he started his own version of hydro dipping. He watched it on. YouTube. Hydro dipping is where you take two or one can of spray paint, get a bucket of water, and spray it. And if it's watery, you can make a design with a toothpick. What in the hell did y'all give this kid as a child? He is a child. He's a so, I mean, still, what so, are y'all still feeding so him? When we were in Jacksonville, when, when he first started going to preschool, we, cool. found, we found this school that was way more expensive than what we should have spent on a school for him to go it to preschool. It worked. Well, <laughs> their curriculum obviously helped him because he has run with everything that he sees uh you can't dude i'm telling you my daughter and isn't gifted and she shouldn't be she'll be 10 this year i was going hydro dip the ar for you and the mom's like no you make a third one in hydro dip it (laughs) (laughs) my my daughter's in gifted and she's 10 so she ain't be like a year behind you you're light years ahead of her i'm gonna kick my kids square in the butt when i get home (laughs) and be like why are we not making keychains? Why are you not doing something productive? Yeah, buy a 3D printer, but it's like this big. That's cool, dude. That's cool. Um, yeah, I, I'm. A, I don't want to sit here and talk to you the whole time because mom and dad's here and they're promoting the show. But I want to. I want to do a podcast just with you now. Um, so two pilots distillery. Give them a little background on it. Uh, how long you've been running and all this stuff. I don't know if we covered that a while ago. This on. Give the background on y'all two being vets and everything and getting into all this. Uh, two Pilots Distillery was started in 2017 um, by my partner Chris and a- another partner that he had. His name was uh, Lee Cummings out of Savannah. And they got together one day and decided they wanted to open a distillery. Fast forward about three and a half years into licensing and permits and everything. Um, actually had to get the county to approve the distillery being in the county. Um, got all that done and Lee's life has led him in other directions. So it was an opportunity that we saw this year and became involved. Um, I really had never made liquor myself, drank quite a bit as a Marine, but, uh, <laughs> you so we got into mar- it. You wouldn't have been a Marine <laughs> if you didn't. I, I've learned quite a bit, uh, throughout the last year. Um, we're really, you know, pushing the products and, and trying to grow the business, um, we want to maintain the veteran aspect of it and we, we want to give back, you know, we want to be able to throughout the year, be able to, to cut a check to a veteran organization to help other veterans throughout the country. Um, 
and just give back what we were given, uh, the, the possibilities that are afforded to us to uh, grow a business and maintain the small family atmosphere. Um, craft distilleries are less than one and a half percent of the entire spirits market. So of all the craft distilleries across the country, there's a, a very small amount of alcohol that actually comes out of them. Uh, most of it is mass produced. Uh, a lot of it comes from Canada, is imported, um, you know, and blended through a lot of the other um, larger companies that are out there. Um, but we have always prided ourselves from the time that I've taken over and the recipes that Chris has had through his years. Our recipe for moonshine is over 200 years old. That's cool. A lot of the the old timers that actually made this liquor have done some pretty hard time for it. Dude, that's <laughs> awesome. That's um, that's outlaw whiskey. You're it, making outlaw whiskey. That's cool. It is, and uh, you know my partner Chris will tell you he just got too old to run, so he had to go legal. <laughs> <laughs> you got me, yeah. It's uh, I used to watch that show, uh, the Moonshiner show, on uh, was it A and E or mm-hmm. whatever. What was that guy's name? What not Tickle? It was the guy that he worked with. Tim. What, Tim. So what happened to him? I guess he decided he got tired of yep. having to do all that, so he went legal. And I and I'll put our moonshine against his stuff all day long. Uh, it's funny you say that is because I have tried both. Um, I have a buddy that is good friends with him. Um, and it was probably like a year or so ago he came down and he brought me some. And um, he he was like, hey, uh, this was back then. Now I know I can talk about it. At the time, I wasn't supposed to. I think they were trying to get a license or something. And like it was, don't mention this, okay? Uh, but now I know they're good because they've talked to me about it recently. But um, yours is better. Like the whiskey and the rye that you, you brought me, the moonshine, it's better. So this sounds like a competition that we should maybe <laughs> do an event. I don't know. I, I'll tell you what. You know what would be really cool, um, and I hadn't thought about this till now. Um, with the one percent of what you're talking about, like the what was it technically called? Uh, the the share of the market. Yeah, uh, yeah. We're we're less than one, less than two percent of the share of the market is. In well, what would craft, your cat? What would your craft, craft distilleries? Craft distilleries. That's yep. what I couldn't remember what you said. I think that we should issue a challenge, and I don't know where we would do it because we'd have to have somebody. Would y'all have a liquor license? We do. Oh, shit. Never mind. I didn't even think about that. Y'all have a liquor license, so this is completely fine. Um, I think we can do a taste test and do like a contest here. I think I think we can maybe uh, – my neighbors probably wouldn't care. I think we do uh, put some tents up in the parking lot. I got a lot of room. And uh, invite people down, and we do a – we do a, a, get a panel of judges, let everybody test, uh, taste test everybody, everybody cross-brand with each other. I think we could get a couple folks down here. You know, do you know any other? Into it, yeah, that'd be fun. And we give something. I don't know. We try to raise some money for Mission Twenty Two while you're all here too. I'm always about doing like crossing shit up. I like doing cross promotions. It's random. Um, now besides for just um the product and stuff that y'all have pushing out now, y'all are doing merch too, right? We're doing some merch just to help us get the word out there. Um, we'd like to grow our footprint. As of right now, we're only distributed in Georgia okay. uh, through Savannah Distributing, which can basically supply any liquor store in the state of Georgia. Cool. Um, we are working with a distributor in Florida and trying to get to South Carolina, Alabama, and, and 
just try and grow the footprint as much as possible. So if anybody has any connections with uh, distributors out there that are interested in a small uh, craft distillery to promote their product, uh, we'd be glad to talk to them. Yeah, because that's been, that has been a challenge, getting in front of distributors, because, you know, we don't have the resources like Tito's Vodka does, or, you know, Absolute does, or even Jack Daniels does, to go in and sit down with a distributor and fill up their table, you know, with our products. And obviously, COVID has also put kind of a a king in being able to walk in and, and meet with people. So we have had challenges getting in front of other distributors. Um, you know, we're part of a lot of veterans organizations. We've gotten a lot of good tips from veterans that have businesses, but it's just getting them to sit down and give us the five minutes so that we can sell our product to them and they, you know, they can taste it and they can know for themselves. Yes, this is really worth, this is veteran owned, you know, they're working with their community. They're working to give back to the veteran community because, you know, as you mentioned, we're really heavily involved with Mission 22. Yeah. Not only Mission 22, but other veterans organizations. We recently did a 18-mile walk with Buddy Watch Walk. I saw y'all do that, and I was like, I, like half of me was like, okay, I want to go like participate in this. The other half of me was like, my fat ass ain't walking 18 miles. Like, I'm going to – it's going to have to call ambulance. I'm not going to lie. The first two miles, I'm like, I don't think I can do this. <laughs> and, and y'all served. Y'all served, so I know I would have been screwed. No, no, thank you. After like two, after about five miles, then it the, the adrenaline kicked in. And then it was really cool because we were able to walk across the bridge, go into Tybee, and they shut traffic down. Y'all walked across that bridge? Yes. Walked from Savannah to Tybee? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was fan- it was so it was rewarding like it was a once I'm in a sure lifetime opportunity and by about the twelfth mile though I was like okay my legs are dead I can't even feel them <laughs> and, and that was nothing John and uh, Jimmy walked across the country yeah uh, when he first started his walk we had him on the radio show and then I tried to do some shirts and stuff with him but it just wasn't feasible what he was wanting done as quick as he was wanting it done like when we put out a shirt or something it's like a pre- like just like with y'all stuff there's a prep time to it yeah it, it, it takes a yeah, there's you, a turnaround time. yeah it, it, and they had people complaining about not getting their stuff or whatever and it's like you, you gave me your logo last week like i can't distribute 60 shirts in a week's time like i have to wait on the printer he's a super nice guy though and i love what he was doing um, to raise awareness for homeless vets and everything. I, I love what he was doing. Hey, we couldn't link up with him more, but it, it, he was a cool cat. Yeah, there was a bunch of organizations that walked with us. Of course, we represented Mission 22. Uh, Fight the lady, War Within. Miranda Briggs from Fight the War Within and several other of their volunteers. Y'all have got to get some of them to come um, here or do a Zoom call or something with us, and y'all be part of it too. Uh, yeah, I, Fight I the to. War Within, you know, and – and I'm partial to Mission 22, and that's because that's what we've done. Yeah. Um, but we're not a crisis line. Fight the war within. They have the immediate resources that are needed sometimes. Yeah, you, know, you we definitely can have help to. someone that ha- that that are under control, that they're able to work through their their few days until they can get into one of our programs. But then there are those individuals, just like we had a gentleman walk up to us at an event. And he walked up to Kurt and he said, I need help right now. Like, I can't keep going like I have been or I'm not going to make it till tomorrow. So that they have that crisis immediate need 
um, that they've met. Yeah, you're definitely going to have to hook me up with talking to them because we uh, – I mean, I think both of y'all have seen before like where I talk about my depression and the roads I've been down and all that kind of stuff. And uh, there's people that reach out all the time, and I do my absolute best that if somebody sends me a message or something wanting to talk about their stuff, I do as good as I can, but I'm not a, I'm not a counselor. And then we started doing the suicide prevention meetings here on Wednesday nights. I don't record it or anything like that. Nobody knows who's here when we do it. It's just people sitting around supporting one another, having each other's back, building a support system, talking through their shit. Uh, but no, there's some people that like, I really want to direct a certain place and I, I direct to the options that I know that are, that I have, but something like that, I, I would like to, I would like to have them on or Zoom call or something to where they can really talk about it and we can get a message out to a lot of people with stuff like that. Yeah, I'll get you the connection. Cool. That's awesome. Well, uh, back to the whiskey because that's what that's what we're here for. Well, I'm bad about rambling off on, on shit. Do the same thing. Uh, but um, so I think I think there's a lot of stuff that we can do to help. Uh, and I think the people listening too, if you're listening right now, these folks aren't just sponsors of the show. I've known them. They're good people. I want you to go to their Instagram right now, and it's at Two Pilots Distillery. At Two Pilots Distillery. Two is spelled out Pilots Distillery. So T W O P I L O T S D I S T I L L E R Y. Go add them on Instagram and at uh, Facebook at Two Pilots Distillery INC. Um, I don't know the laws behind liquor and everything. I have I have no understanding of a lot of it. Is it where somebody can order from y'all online, or do they have to buy in store? We currently don't have that uh, capability. Okay. Um, once we get our tasting room set up, uh, we'll be able to sell up to three bottles per day per person. Okay. Uh, at the distillery. Okay. Uh, as far as online sales, we're working to try and get with some distributors that are are doing that. Okay. Um, because so it, you can't distribute difficult. directly out of the... It's a three-tier system in Georgia. Okay. So I have to sell directly to a distributor, then the distributor sells to the stores, and then the end user. Oh, that's stupid. So I it, don't get it. I don't understand why y'all can't sell your stuff directly. Everybody's got to get their taxes somehow. Ah, oh, those assholes. <laughs> but now, one well, of the okay. options, you know, <laughs> if somebody wants our product yeah. and we can direct them to their local store that carries the product and then if their local store does not carry the product we can send them a product request card and they can take it in to their store and it has the distributor that we use oh okay okay cool uh guys i'm telling you i'm recommending the the mess out of this it is good it is veteran owned it is family ran i mean it's good stuff um what are some of the things that y'all have planned if covid don't mess up this year do y'all got any big plans with two pilots this year uh as of right now the only uh event we have on the books is the uh moonshine festival in oak park in september uh, which yes sir um which of course there's no moonshine at the event they have a great car show uh talk about the heritage of oak park um just a good time uh we will have our merch out there just like we did last year um but we are looking at some other events that are that are going on and try and get everything out there to uh become known you know i I know we're not known in the the industry yet but we want to get our foot in the door and push it out there we're looking at partnering with other liquor stores that carry our products to do taste testing like um bootleggers in 
uh, Walterville? And, okay. Yes, in, in Hinesville. Um, we've spoken to one of the stores in Claxton to do a taste testing. So, you know, just get people around so they can see our label, they can see our logo, logo they can recognize the name. That's and, something that's And also new. meet us. They, uh, well, not me, but him. The laws just changed this year to where the liquor stores can do taste testings on site. Oh, okay, um, that's cool. So basically, the product does still go through the distributor and comes to their store. Um, it, of course, we'll end up, you know, funding that product to go to the store for the taste test but what, then what, we have it on site and they can taste it and then hopefully purchase the bottle while they're there what y'all ought to do uh is if y'all will get a like and let's have like a month or two to plan it out with y'all find a uh liquor store you already work with that'll do a taste test on site and everything and let's set up something in the parking lot that day and i'll come host it for you i'll come do it uh we'll participate in it as long as you know, I'm getting some of your product to drink <laughs> while I'm doing it. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll bring a DD. Don't worry, I'll, I'll drink responsibly. Uh, but no, we can uh, we can make it to where a lot of people come out there, and then hopefully more folks go back and request uh, through their local liquor stores y'all's product because it is good. And like you said, we we do want people to drink responsibly. Um, you know, we know that that it is. A- Don't drink like Marines, is what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> if you could see his face it's kind of uh, red yeah if you if you've never drank with a marine i'm just going to tell you you've never drank it's a it's a whole different uh ballpark and it hurts the uh the labels uh for a minute we'll talk about that um when i came into the company our, our labels seem pretty bland outdated. to me There's, and, and outdated. It, it was outdated um we are going to keep those um, since they are approved through the TTB, so our heritage label, again, when we get the tasting room open, that's probably the only place that it'll be available. We'll be at the distillery, uh, and the new labels that we've got, we, we wanted to pay homage to the World War II era aircraft and the nose art. Um, my partner Chris and I both being in the aviation side of the military, um, so that's kind of why we chose the labels that we did, um, and we want to change it up a little bit we want all the products to be just a little bit different um you know the moonshine like we've got the bomb on there uh with the the bomber flying overhead and then the rye whiskey we've got the p51 mustang and uh a young lady sitting on the the wing of the mustangs on the airfield so all in all we just want to we want a product that everybody enjoys um we want a product that you say I've got a bar at home, yeah. and that bottle has got to be sitting at my bar. Uh, you you have the coolest logo of any, of almost any liquor bottle, and I mean the iconic ones. Let me see this right here. The iconic ones. Now, I mean they're never going to change because I mean Jim Bean, Jack Daniels, that stuff is. You see the logo, old number seven. You know exactly what it is. But let me tell you, uh, I went to the World War II Museum that's in uh, New Orleans. Um, this is probably four years ago, and one of they have a, a fighter plane that's in one of the hangars that you can walk up and see, and it had almost something like this on the side of it. And I wanted to do a shirt with a bearded bastard back then to where it was something like what you did, and I was going to call it overexposed. And um, this is cooler. Like your merchandise is going to sell like crazy. Um, do y'all have a link for it on your website? Uh, we do not, but we're working on the website okay. right now, updating that. As soon um, as you do, you send it to me because you'll sell you'll sell just as many shirts with liquor with your liquor bottles. 
Um, you got a great logo. I, I love what you did here, dude. I mean, this is this is just awesome. We're also working on the website to get it set up to where uh, anybody can, when they're on the website, they can look in there and put in their zip code, and it'll tell them the closest liquor store to them via you know Google Maps or That's something. That's cool. So our, our web designer's working on that right now to see the best way that we can do that. That's cool. Well, I, like I said, we're going to talk about y'all for a steady month, and I'm hoping with all the, the rush that we're getting right now, people pay y'all attention. They should. I mean, when you have a, a mom-and-pop product that's done well, veterans, this product should sell itself. Y'all just got to get into the right. Right people have got to hear you. Right people have got to see what you're doing, how you're doing it, taste it, and uh, y'all are, are going to hit a home run with this. I, I have no doubt in my mind. Well, like you can tell, our products are different than everybody else. Um, you know, our both products are, are a sour mash product, so we don't cook the grains um, therefore we try not to get any of the charred flavors from, from cooking the grains into okay. the alcohol. Is that what makes like, uh, unfortunately in my life, I've had to drink Mr. Boston at one point in time where you have that charcoal taste to it. Is that what that is? Part of that could be the barrels that they use. If, if okay. they age it in a barrel, um, how much they charred the barrel. Um, the rye whiskey that we do is, is colored with uh, wood chips. Um, and we make our own blend of wood chips and how much we char them uh, to color them to get those flavors and the notes out of the uh, the alcohol. Um, it also depends on what proof they color it at as well because different proofs pull different notes out of the wood. Um, you know, your vanillas, your caramel colors, and things like that. So, and that's a lot that I've learned. You know, I, I didn't know much about it. Uh, so I'm definitely getting into it a whole lot more. Um, my partner, Chris has years and years on me um but from what i can tell and things that i drink i used to be a big crown drinker oh yeah but now i crown is harsh to me really versus i put crown against our moonshine and to me it feels like it's a harsh whiskey well i expected when i taste tested one of your things because uh, what we did it live last time we did it and um I was expecting this rougher taste, super smooth. And one of them actually has like this taste of tequila to it. I think it's your shine. Like it's, it's a little bit, but it's like a good, like the good part of tequila. Like it's that good, that good aspect of it. And uh, I, I was super surprised. I didn't know. We've had another cat come in here and bring us a bottle of something. And, um, I ended up just setting it in the back rooms, and when somebody was like, "Hey, can I get a can I get a free drink?" Because I, I usually drink Buffalo Trace. Um, now I got your stuff in here, and I'll drink it just as much. Um, but like, I would be like, "No, y'all go get this right here," because I'm not a big sharer. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't good at recess or playtime. <laughs> and uh, but anyway, like I'd, I'd put yours up against it. Like it's that smooth, it's that good. I mean, of course, you know, with y'all starting out and it being a, a recipe that y'all that's been around for a long time. I mean, there, there's probably got to be some learning curves to it and everything. Like you, you, I don't know if you have it exactly like you want it to be yet, but it's it's pretty damn good. You you always got changes. You know, you've got atmospheric conditions that you know being a cold a sour mash you know, atmospheric conditions can affect how long it takes you to get your mash ready to cook and, and whatnot. Um, and everything we do is in a copper pot still. So how big we're not is, using how, stainless. How big is like y'all set up? I guess uh, you have. 
our, our, we've got two stills. One's a 20-gallon still that we use for testing and things like that. Uh, and then we've got a 100-gallon still that we do our production in. That's um, cool. So we do that, and then, you know, there, there's three parts of your whiskey. You know, when it starts coming out of the still, you've got your heads, which is basically methanol. Um, and you can't drink that. That'll, that'll kill you. So once you cut that out, you'll get to the hearts, which is the good part of the liquor throughout the run. So we pull the hearts out, and then we got our tails. And what we do with our tails is we run them back through and distill them the second time in our doubler. So as our run's coming through, it still it pulls any of the funky tastes out of the tails, and it allows us to, to maintain the uh, quantity and the yield that we get out of our runs. That's cool. So it still pulls that flavor out. You're not putting water or anything else in your doubler. You're actually distilling through the same alcohol and is it's, it it's maintained is it against flavor. the rules to have like um i guess like me come to the distillery or anything or video anything there we can do tours and, and okay, whatnot what we, I did, we I do tours know. private tours right now just of the distillery just because we're not there every day and okay. you know we try and schedule it but uh you know we'd love to have you down there let's one do day. let's do one let's do one hell we uh might try to set up and with the mobile stuff that i just got do another show down there do a actual well, maybe not another podcast. We can do a lot of lives and stuff down there, on-site taste testing and right. and all that type of stuff. I'd like to do that with y'all. Um, now, somebody messaged me the other day about a story about uh, about somebody getting in trouble at this table, and I wanted to make sure that I brought it back up if it's okay to tell that story. But uh, won't you go? Won't you go ahead, Renee? Won't you? Uh, what the message you sent me the other day about somebody having to spend a night somewhere. Oh, Kurt has is very close friends with the floor at the distillery. <laughs> <laughs> they are buddies. He's the big spoon, apparently. <laughs> oh, the, the distillery ain't been getting you in trouble, has it? No, just a little bit. Yeah, the distillery almost, he, he almost didn't make partnership with it. Uh, we got in a bit of an argument, and I am notorious for when... I get mad. I, I'm the only one that knows the key codes to the house, and I have the app on my phone. So if I get mad, I change the codes to all the locks because we have all the electronic code locks. <laughs> so he he got mad, and he got into the garage. I thought canceling the credit cards was bad. Oh, oh so I have like a I have a list of things I do. <laughs> Please tell me the list of things you do. So first is the key codes. The second is the credit cards and the debit cards, and I just turn them all off that are in his name. And see, he's he's so he gives me all of his passwords and everything, and he doesn't ever think, well, gosh, I shouldn't do this. Um, but all of his passwords are the same. So if he's if he Mine are too. I'm too. I can't keep up with multiple passwords. So I'll go into all of the accounts and turn off all of his cards, and then I turn off his cell phone. <laughs> I thought hey, I was the, petty. The last time the I thought I was bad. The you last time won. the cell phone got turned off, it was pretty easy. I just went and got a new one. Well, we're in a spot now that there's no cell phone store, so you are SOL. <laughs> Oh. So he got into the garage and he got really smart two times ago when he got 
second keys made of all of the vehicles and he hid them in the garage to where I can't find them. And I'm still searching. I haven't found them yet either. Good job. <laughs> but he loaded up the Jeep on the trailer. And for anybody that knows, the Jeep is my baby. And when he did that, I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Don't do that. <laughs> and then he still drove off with the Jeep, the four-wheeler, anything that he thought he was valuable. I don't know. He left all his clothes, and I thought about throwing them in the pool, but I, I didn't get that far. I didn't have enough energy after all that. <laughs> and he went and stayed at the distillery for like two or three days on the floor. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do when you get in trouble. I've been there. I haven't stayed in the truck. You know, I've, I've been in the truck timer 12. Oh, uh, yeah. It happens to all of us. <laughs> He's parked in our yard in our driveway and slept in the truck because he can't get in the house. <laughs> if Oh, my gosh. I, we, keep that's saying, wonderful. we keep saying that we need a, a, a reality show at our house, but nobody's called yet. Oh, yeah. Cadence tried to burn my house down right in the middle of a Zoom call for work. Um, uh, what, how did he almost burn the house down? So his for teacher school, gave... he had to build a shack. Okay. Out of cardboard. Well, Cadence doesn't do anything half-assed. I was just about to say, him, cardboard, doesn't even sound like it goes together. His shack had a fireplace. Of course it did. He asked, <laughs> he asked his sister, well, does tinfoil <coughs> burn? Well, his sister said, no, tinfoil doesn't burn, but sister didn't have enough mindset to say, wait a second, why are you asking me that? So he literally goes two feet out my front door. And he wants to see if this chimney will work, this fireplace. So I'm sitting at my desk, and I actually have a professional job. Somebody has to support Kurt in all of his endeavors. Um, Kurt, that's what I'm looking for. So if she locks you out the house too many times, I'm going to be trying to get in. <laughs> but I'm, I'm on a video conference call, and my daughter, one of my daughters runs up to the office, and she's like, Mom, the house is on fire. And I'm like, on the conference call going, I'll be right back. Excuse me for one second. So I thought I muted it. And I walked to the window where I can see the whole front yard. Because I had already smelled something. But I have like this major delayed reaction. Like I smell it. I don't see anything. So I'm like, okay, whatever. Smell it again. Don't even think twice about it. Well, I walked to the, to the door, the window. And you can see down. And sure enough, my front porch is on fire. Something is smoking. So I'm like, oh, shit. And I'm calling Kurt all the way down the 13 stairs to the bottom. And I'm like, I've got to kill him. So I get downstairs and I'm stomping it out with my feet and trying to throw it away from the house. Now, mind you, this kid has water all from my kitchen, all the way out through the front, the living room to the front door. And he must have taken an eight-ounce cup. 15 times back and forth because I have more water on my floor than I knew could come out of there the closet. There wasn't a water hose anywhere? See, he's smart. Oh, he didn't think about a water hose. So I'm stomping it out. <laughs> my whole front porch is like black smut and you've got cardboard mixed on it and it's just a mess. So I run back upstairs and I sit down and I look and I didn't hit mute. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. And they're like, oh, yeah, we've heard about it. So is your house burned down yet? And I'm like, ah. So they apparently heard everything. That's Everything. <laughs> Why didn't you grab the water hose, Kate? We didn't have a water ho hose in the front yard. We had a faucet where he the laundry room door is. It hides in the bushes. Uh... And we don't have the hose to connect it to that. So 
what happened to the uh so what you tried to do ten, line the chimney with tinfoil yes and then you set it on no, fire no i the put tinfoil around the cardboard inside it so the cardboard wouldn't burn so the smoke would come out the top and then apparently it burned <laughs> I like you a lot. <laughs> you, you might be my favorite guest I've had, Cadence. And then apparently it burned. That's the quote of the day. <laughs> and apparently it burned. Um, well, guys, I, is there anything else that y'all want to cover with two pilots that you got coming up, their products or anything? Um, I'm glad y'all came back. And uh, I can't wait to push this for y'all as much as possible. Um and everything uh is there anything else y'all want to cover i don't no. think so i mean you know look us up get to know us oh yeah that's that's where we could have our own reality show it is constant we could give the chrisleys a run for their money <laughs> we live in chaos consistently it sounds like it the last time y'all was here there was a tanker that exploded oh, yeah. in front of your house and then cadence tries to burn your house down yes. uh throw that in with some good whiskey and you got a really good reality <laughs> series yeah. Um, but no, uh, oh, don't forget the lock codes change periodically when Kurt pisses me off. So I do not want to ever make you mad. I saw a while ago, but those look great. Um, Hey, y'all remember to y'all go follow Cadence on Instagram for his stuff. I'm going to order some keychains from him. So if you want a keychain, y'all help support Cadence. Uh, and it's, uh, it's Cadence underscore creations. Um, Two Pilots Distillery can be found at on Instagram at Two Pilots Distillery and on Facebook Two Stop Two Pilots Distillery uh, Incorporated INC. Um, and also, like she was just saying, the best part about their product, besides that it's good, is the family that's behind it. It says follow them on social media, get to know them, um, and you're gonna want to buy their their uh, their moonshine just because of them. But then you're gonna taste it and you're gonna keep buying it. So if you drink mixed drinks or if you drink it straight, it doesn't matter. I drink uh, it with both di- products mix. The rye whiskey mix is really good in an old fashioned. I mean, really good. So I drank I drank it with um I drank it with diet coke like I normally do everything else. It was phenomenal. Yeah, we have and got few, me and most importantly got me drunk. We have a few recipes drink uh, mixed drink recipes on the website. Um, but you can come up with others. If you come up with a recipe, you know, tag us in it. Let us know. We'd love to add it to the website. Will you call it the Josh if I come up with one? Absolutely. It will be horrible. The one and only <laughs> it, Josh. It, yeah, it will be uh, yeah, one part ice, three parts whiskey. That's it, perfect. It's, it's, it's very, put an ice ball in it. It's very easy. Oh, I want to get one of those so bad. <laughs> I want to get one of those things to make the ice ball so bad. They have a new one out that's all metal. Yeah. Oh, well, I saw this trick yesterday on TikTok. You take a whiskey glass and you fill it halfway up with water. Then you put it in your freezer and you tilt it sideways, like on the rack, to where half of it's like a straight line. It freezes in ice. And then you pour the whiskey on top of it. Every one of my whiskey glasses is fixing to get done like that. <laughs> it is the coolest thing. Um, but uh, thank y'all so much for coming. Um, Drop y'all social media stuff, too. If we want them to get to know y'all, they got to know how to find you. Okay. Um, I don't even know what mine is. Good job. Good I know. Pre- preparation. <laughs> Proper planning prevents piss poor performance. Here we go. Kurt, you know yours? Uh, Kurt McDonald on Facebook. Um, and then I basically stay on the two pilots' websites, or uh, Facebook and Instagram. 
I don't do Twitter. How can they get in so, touch with y'all if they want to take a tour of the facility or anything like that? Send us a message through Facebook or Instagram. Uh, we'd love to set something up if you're interested in coming out and looking at it. Um, again, we don't run every day, but there's possibility we may be running the still. You know, when you're there. Uh, I will set up a date with them for me to come down there and go through it. So if any of y'all want to that day, y'all come through and uh, hit us, hit them up. They'll line it up and we'll all come. Um, you found your stuff yet while I'm trying to prolong this? Yeah, it's Renee Clark McDonald. It's really long is and that, drawn out. Is Sorry. that is, You couldn't remember your name. Well, I thought you it, could, I thought there was some cool hashtag or something to uh, it, but okay. it's, it's just my name. Uh, it, well, I mean, you're too busy worried about key codes and all that stuff to uh, to have a cool name for well, it. Well, I have to I have to work to support him so he can go to school and learn chemistry to do all this. Uh, but anyway, um, hold on a second. I got morons messaging me during shows, uh, my friends. But uh, but so yeah, y'all go check them out. Go check out Two Pilots Distillery, all that good stuff. And uh, I just appreciate you guys coming. And uh, y'all remember, this month, all of February, Two Pilots Distillery is the sponsor for Politics, Religion, and Whiskey, the Josh Terry Podcast. Go check them out on Instagram at Two Pilots Distillery. And uh, get with me. I'm going to go take a trip soon down there. And uh, hopefully y'all can join and buy their whiskey. And uh, Moonshine, it is great. Appreciate everybody. And uh, hey, if you want to make a donation to the show, do it through Cash App at JLTerry87, JLTerry87. Your donations are what keep this show running. And thank you to Red Circle. Uh, Y'all have a great day. See you next time.